bad girl. Bad girl, bad girl. A bad girl no madova, boy pick me. Real Bad Gal Tings. I'm your host, Nish Maroon, and welcome to Bad Gal Chat Podcast. Now, let's get into the show. I have, um, you know, a special guest. You know, we like to shake it up here on the podcast because I've noticed that, you know, our male audience is growing. So, you know, we need someone to rep for the boys. You know what I mean? Someone to have more banter with what I say on the podcast, you know, like, I feel like when I listen to podcasts, I'm always like, oh, I wish I was in the room to say this. So that's why I like to have men on, you know what I mean? So you guys can offer like, I guess, an alternative view. Um, Instead of me talking about what I think you guys think about what I think you guys feel, you can say it in your own words. Obviously, not every man is the same, but it's a little window into that. So today we have Glenn. Glenn, what's good? Hey, you know, I'm, I'm doing well, Mish. I'm doing well. I'm just, uh, uh, this is new for me. I never really done the whole podcast thing before. So, uh, I, this is interesting. This is going to be fun. Well, you're already like a shoe in for podcasting because I'm sure our audience is already wooed by your voice. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? We we had you on our IG live like a while ago. And right. when I tell you, everybody in the room was like shook it. Men, <laughs> women, everybody was like, oh my God, this voice. So, you know, this is the perfect setting for you. Um, so before we get into the, you know, juicy stuff I have prepared, um, we're we, we are going to play. Conwin show with bad gals. Okay, that's okay. our little so a little segment here on the pod. Um, so for audience members and for my guests today, if you want to get a deal on this amazing card game, it's a card game black owned. Um, it has ninety nine controversial question cards, um, and you can buy it on Amazon in the UK, Canada, and the US. And if you want a discount, all you have to do is follow at Show on Instagram and DM them bad gal to get some money off. Okay, so here is the question. Mm-hmm. Can you genuinely be in love with two people at once? Wow, that's actually a really good question. Um, can you be in love with two people at once? Um, personally, I feel like you can but that gets sticky for for me i i try to think about like okay can you love one person and then like like have sex with another that's that's a whole messiness but i feel like you yeah i feel like that's that's an easy one it's messy messy. but yeah i can see that that's easy but love two people at once yeah of course you can you can love as many people as you want um it just depends on the definition of love that you want like if it's relationship type of love then for sure that that can happen but that means like okay how how are you going to um make this work because i mean you could go and love someone else and be with that person and then love someone else and 
honestly, it, it, it can work, but it just depends on who you want to be with. That's basically it. Hmm. I don't know. I personally feel, and I've always said this, I don't think you can be in love with more than one person because let's take this, right? Um, I know in like a lot of cultures, especially more rural cultures um, or traditional cultures, uh, it's it's very customary, normal to for a man to have many wives, right? Right. I don't feel like you are in love with all of your wives. I think you're in love with one of your wives, mm-hmm. and you have love for the rest of your wives. Um, that's just how I view it. I I don't know. I'm also a very spiritual hippy dippy person. I feel like you mm-hmm. can only have one true soulmate. Um, I'm a very strong believer in that. Uh, so. That's how I feel. I don't think it's possible. I've never been in love with two people personally. Well, okay. So the way I see it also is like, okay, you can be in a relationship with one person and like, you'll say that you love them. The relationship will end. And then you go and find someone else. And then you say that you love that person. But it's not at the same time. It's not at the same time. That's true. That's true. But I mean... At the same time, you probably have something there. You can't love two people at, at once. Because, but you probably have love for your ex. Right. Yeah. You can have love for someone, but you can't be in love with two people. Okay. Okay. Cool. 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 So let's get into the meat and the potatoes. Um, no pun intended of this <laughs> episode. Um, so, you know, being, you know, meeting you on social media and everything, I've noticed. You know, you're a very, I'll say, sex positive individual. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. this podcast is gonna episode is definitely gonna be diving a little bit more into that. So um, my first question out the gate is: cuffing a girl predicated on whether or not she gives it up? Uh, no. I feel okay. like it always comes down to the vibe and who you, how you feel about the person. You. I mean, you can have sex on a first date and that vibe is going to be like, clearly there's something there that some kind of attraction there that uh, wanted you to have sex with that person, but it doesn't diminish who they are if they, if you have sex with them on a first date. Um, I feel like um, that, that women feel like they are less than or society makes them feel like they're less than because they want sex for themselves. And I mean, if, if you throw it back to the same question for a guy, like is, is a guy worth less, if, you know, if they have sex on a first date? Because really that's what, well, not that majority of guys or some guys don't want that on a first date as well. So, I mean, wait, I'm sorry. Can I interrupt? You think that the majority of guys or like some guys don't want to have sex on the first date? Really? I, I mean, some, I, I said majority. Some. I'm going to, I'm saying some now. Okay. I said some. Now. I didn't even know that. Like some. So you mean some as in like a little bit or like some as in like a substantial percent? I, I assume that all men just want it on the first date. I mean, it really depends on the guy, to be honest, because, I mean, for me, I'm, I, I like being straight up about what I want. I don't like this whole, 
oh, I just want to be friends and all that stuff. And I found that being honest and straight up is the best way to go about these dating apps and everything. Because if you like just beat around the bush and say, oh, I just want to be friends and all that stuff, it, it's a waste of her time. It's a waste of my, like my time. And I don't want to like make it sound like I'm a jerk for doing that. But at the same time, I'm, I'm really not trying to beat around the bush. But to answer your question, um, it's not, it's not a bad thing if a woman wants to have sex on the first date. It's definitely not a bad thing. Okay. Well, there's something you said that I, I wanted to, you know, question a little bit more. Uh, friends. So are, do, when a girl tells you, oh, I want to be friends, like on the first date, like say she wants to be friends with benefits. Are you not comfortable with that? Are you more of the type of guy who's just like, okay, like, I like, are you interested in something serious? Why is just being friends kind of a time waster for you? Oh, okay. I wouldn't say, I wouldn't, okay, let me rephrase that because it's not a time waster. It's just like, okay, if you know what you want and I know what I want, then it's good. You can always be friends with someone if that's really your intention. And even if you like go through that whole, uh, okay, we know what we want. We want the sex and stuff. But then throughout time, you actually do want to be friends with that person. Then that can definitely happen. Friend, friend, being a friend is not off the table. But just being like straight up and honest of being like, okay, I, I know that, um, you know, you want to be friends and I know that you want this, but I'm going to let you know that I find you very attractive I find you very sexy. I want to, you know, give you pleasure. And um, that that's basically how I just think, basically. Right. And so it's kind of like letting the person know that I want to be friends with you, but there's still that attraction there. So just like a heads up instead of just yeah. being like, oh, because obviously if the person's just like, oh, I just want to be platonic friends then that's cool or whatever, mm-hmm. but put it, lay it all on the table. Cause I feel like communication is the reason why like all dynamic, I feel like it's the reason for bad sex. It's the reason right. for bad relationships, bad exactly. work environments. Mm-hmm. You know, you have to communicate and, and say what it is for me. Like I've always been, that person, even when I was a kid, I always, which I've had to learn, you know, over time, I'm very blunt and open. And what I've noticed is, you know, when I was dating, (laughs) um, it was always like men were taken aback by me saying like what I wanted to, like seeing what was on my mind. It was kind of like a shot. It's like, whoa, whoa. It's attractive when people know what they want. So when they let it out and say, okay, I want this, this, and this, that is just makes life easier. And that's a good thing. I mean, it can be. I, I've had it bite me in the behind. Also, it's very unexpected. And I think, you know, the way women have been taught is just to kind of go with the flow, whatever the man wants, just do it. Um, but hey, <laughs> it, that's life. I'm always going to say what I, what's on my mind. Um, obviously I edit myself I edit myself a bit sometimes I Mm -hmm. don't want to hurt people's feelings um but yes but um my next question for you you know in terms of doing the zoo how do you approach sex like how do you 
um, I guess, I don't want to say get someone in the mood, but how do you like open up the conversation, open the little mind gate into, you know, I guess seducing your lady or like just approaching her with sex on the table. I often feel like this is a really good conversation to have because not only people who are just fucking, but people who have been fucking for a decade have this issue. How do I approach sex with my partner? Okay. Well, I guess for me personally, I like like I said before, it's being straight up and just saying like you want this want sex, and I guess how I go about it is basically just saying okay, I I let them feel attractive, I let them know that hey, I I I find you very attractive, I find you very sexy, I want to touch you in this way I want to touch you in that way um I don't know how vulgar I could be (laughs) hey this this podcast is marked as explicit so yeah you know whatever if you want to send a bat signal to ladies (laughs) down do what you need to do well I'm I'm just saying like if I'm I'm just saying if I'm putting it out there like hey I want to your pussy this way or I'm gonna eat your pussy this way I just want it to be known that I very much uh, enjoy what I enjoy. Like I, I, for me personally, I love eating pussy. And that's one thing that I know mentally is invigorating for me because that is one type of pleasure that I know that will always work in terms of getting an orgasm and I try to let a woman know because I feel like a lot of women don't experience orgasms and that is the one way besides like learning how where the g-spot is and where um how to touch a clip like honestly I just recently learned how to touch a clip properly and that is amazing I didn't realize how rough guys are on the clip and then it's like we be DJing up in there but I mean it depends on the lady because I feel like you know vaginas are very different right like what works for one person's vagina is not going to work for the next where I feel like with penises it's very straightforward most of the time you know if you give guy a top and you give a guy b top and then you do it the exact same way they're both Mm going to enjoy it women not so much it's it's much more you know complicated um, and I will say that not every woman likes head either, right? That's true. That Same way, is- not every every not every guy likes head. You know, this could yeah. be related to trauma. Some people, it's a trauma thing. Some people, they just it's not even related to trauma. They just feel like it's ticklish or it just doesn't feel right to them. Yeah, I mean, I guess for me, I'm trying to, I'm now trying to learn how to sit back and relax and just enjoy pleasure because. Women love giving pleasure just as much as a guy loves giving pleasure. At least the guys that do enjoy giving pleasure, just as myself, I have trouble like sitting back and you know, like you take the wheel. Because I find myself to be a dominant type of guy. And well, okay, there, there's I explained this before. Yes, uh, let's get into someone. it. So there's being dominance, and then there's the dom lifestyle. I am not a part of the Dom lifestyle. Like BDSM. 
Right. And I've never really been really deep into that. But I, however, I have dabbled into it a little bit, a little time up here. Because I've seen something about some role play on your yeah. on your page. I'm just intrigued by it. It looks it looks good. And it's I an mean, art. Yeah, it's definitely an art and sexual art like that uh is beautiful to me. And what I mean, I'm the only real thing I know how to do is like use a belt to tie hands. That's one one thing I learned, and I haven't really dove deeper into the dom lifestyle like like that. But I have the dominant personality where I want to be able to give pleasure, and you know I don't need to get anything back, but. I question myself in that sense because um, if I'm, let me ask you this: If I'm eating pussy and I'm and I'm enjoying that, and I'm doing that, and I'm saying you lay back, you sit back, is that a dominant thing or a more of a submissive thing? Personally speaking, <laughs> I think that that's actually a, a submissive thing. Mm-hmm. Um, but I will say. I don't know if I don't know who I was having this conversation with. Um, I can't remember who the person was, but they were telling me that, um, you know, the sub is actually the real dominant person because Mm. it takes more to let someone take the reins Mm. and to take control than to be the one enacting the control onto the sub. Because when you think about it, if you get really into this mind fuck, no pun intended, Mm-hmm. You know, the submissive is trying to, like, I guess, pull this control out of the dominant to serve themselves to get pleasure. Like, right. let's look at it within, like, the BDSM frame, right? If mm-hmm. um, the submissive is being, like, whipped and chained and all of those things, that's for their pleasure. So the dom is working for them when you think mm-hmm. about it in that sense, right? Okay. So, I mean, within you being like, oh, like, you know, I'm going to, you know, give you some head, like, lay back you're the dom working for the sub in that mm. sense so i see it as kind of both you you see it backwards that's so backwards <laughs> <laughs> right but speaking of things uh <laughs> or speaking of which um what is the difference between kinks and fetishes um because i saw you know you post something about that the other day and i didn't have time to get into it so i want you to explain to me in the audience what the difference is okay so I believe a kink uh, is something that, oh, that's actually a real good question. Um, I feel like a fetish is something that you're mentally into. This is the, that, uh, a definition off the top of my head, by the way. I could probably find a real definition somewhere. Nah, it's cool. It could be Glenn's, you know, dictionary. It's cool. Yeah, but, <laughs> yeah, but uh, yeah, for me, I think a uh, fetish is what you're mentally into. A kink is what you can physically do to uh, to uh, bring out that fetish that you have. So, for example, oh. uh, for example, uh, people fetishize uh, sometimes uh, black men, right? And then 
that kink is like i don't know you want to get gangbanged by a whole bunch of black right. men or the mandingo stereotype you know yeah yeah okay so like he's gonna be yeah. mad aggressive and you know where his yeah. tim's in the bedroom and <laughs> exactly exactly so okay, like, okay okay it's like the kink is the machine to extract the fetish that is exactly what i was trying to say okay perfect you said it better than i did but yeah i think even for me i i probably if i i'm gonna flip and expose myself if i were to say that i had a kink it would probably be uh okay no the fetish would be a woman squirting i guess uh, the kink is probably uh my kink actually would probably be being watched having sex and really okay sorry i have to interrupt i'm so sorry mm-hmm. being watched does this mean like public or you want to like like someone watching you have sex with another person or your partner watching you like say jack off or fucking someone else i i uh a public thing <laughs> Like y'all uh, are, you know, at a sex club. What is? What do you mean by that? Let's unpack this. <laughs> okay. So, for example, if I'm driving and I'm playing with a woman's pussy and there's a car right beside me, I could care less. If I'm in... It's like a federal crime, sir. <laughs> it is a federal crime. It probably is a federal crime. And I hope no one hears this. To put me in jail, but I think they have to catch you in the act. I don't. I yeah, don't think Chad yeah. is enough. I'm not. I'm not trying to get caught around here. But there's that. But there's also like, okay, if there's a threesome situation where I'm in a room with another person that, and I'm giving someone dick, and another person watching that man or woman, well. woman preferably. For, okay woman preferably but i've never i've never really done the man thing because i'm going here we go we, we just open it up here right so Let's go. i i have a twin yes and i have been and you guys are identical right we are fraternal but we look really similar yeah i was just gonna say because i can't tell the difference yeah so we're definitely twins in that aspect and I've been proposed to be all like, hey, you know. That's incest. It is. And my brother and I had this conversation. And I am not about it. I'm definitely not about it. It's nothing that That's I want That's your to whole do. sibling. Yes, you're right. And that is something that I would rather not do. And I've, I've experienced some things in my life so far. And oh. And like the being watched thing, I kind of wanted to go to this club, sex club Oasis. called Oasis. Right? Hey, listen, <laughs> I'm eating up the minds right now. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So I wanted to go there <laughs> in 2020. Okay. And Not during COVID times, child. Co- well, mm-hmm. exactly. COVID happened when I wanted to do that. And I was like, dang, I didn't get to. But However, there was a time where uh, the situation kind of came up where I was able to be watched while having sex. And that was uh, quite interesting. It definitely fulfilled 
the fetish or the fantasy that I've had in, in that sense. Because I've had threesomes before, but to have a real threesome in a bed, mm. that was different. Threesomes in a car and all that stuff. I've you had a threesome in, in a car? How does it that even work? It, it That's not enough work. room for that. You're right. How did this so, even happen? So, okay, I'm, I'm going to just do the spark, spark Notes version of it. So, yeah, of course, of course, for time's sake, no problem. So, basically, uh, how it happened is more of a tag team situation. So, okay, oh, train. Not even a train thing. It's more like I, I do my thing, she does her thing. I, like I said, I've never brought any guys into these situations anytime. It's been right. a situation, it's been two girls. So in that situation, it was more of a tag team situation. The last time uh, that I've been in a threesome situation, I was, it, they, they wanted to tag team me at one point. I was like, nah, I don't want that because I'm not no, I'm not a sub. Myself, I don't want to take so that. So she vaccine. wanted another girl to like take like, team, like she wanted to take yeah. team with another woman. Okay, okay, yeah, basically they they because I was doing my thing, I was giving the pleasure, I was doing whatever I could to make them feel good, and then they're all like, "Hey, you sit back, and then we'll do whatever." I'll hop on, do. she hops on, that type of thing. <laughs> Something like that. Okay, Something like that. so I was like, eh, I wasn't about it too much, but. Um. Yeah, car th- car threesomes are kind of possible, but not really. But that's something that I've experienced as well. But I wouldn't call myself like a, a sex god or anything like a sex a, a sex, <laughs> sex bird, bird. <laughs> a sex bird or anything like that. Because I I really don't know as much as I would like to but I do pride myself on what I do know and that's how to get a woman to orgasm because like a lot of okay. these brothers is lost out here fam yeah I, I don't, tell you I, I don't understand how guys get to a point where they don't know like what to do to get a woman off and it's okay at a certain age but once you yeah. once you're past 20 i'm gonna look at you side no 19 once you're past 19 i'm gonna look at you side. yeah i feel like once you're past 19 you need to know how to figure things out like oh no I you think like younger 19 is, yeah no 19 is too young to know oh it's too young really yeah because yeah. like it took me forever like okay, i lost my say 20 <laughs> Not even then, because, like, you're always continuously learning about, like, how to figure out how to make a woman. Like, even just to figure out where the G-spot is, that took me forever. Porn does nothing it's to up. help you. What does Cardi say? It's up, then it's stuck. <laughs> <laughs> right? Yeah, <laughs> and for, for men, I mean, I know a lot of men don't want to reach that part, but for you guys, it's, you know, round the back, so... Right. so it is and the thing is about, about even that, that <laughs> the thing is about that i i've always said that if i were to do something like that that would be like five years down into the relationship where i've done everything and i can't think of anything else mm. would you be like a Dwayne wade 
Gabrielle Union situation. Like, when you have your ass ate. They did that? <laughs> Wait, yeah, they they claimed that like that? openly. Yes, yes. This is not, this is old tea. This is I cold have tea. Never heard this. Yes, this is okay. And she says she says she eats his booty, and that's that. That's and he enjoys wow. it. He's also said that yeah, this is how we get down. So would you be okay with your lady being like, okay, I'm gonna travel past the gooch? I would not <laughs> okay 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 maybe a little not. play play five years down the line but not yeah no, yeah i mean not like, no slurping up <laughs> nah nah not no slurping <laughs> nah. but would you would you eat a woman's you know i mean have I, you? i've dabbled but okay like, it's not my go-to right it's definitely not my go-to but um how do you approach um letting you know that lady know that you want to try something new and spice it up how do you go about that uh communication that's basically just straight up saying like hey you know i've been thinking about trying this what do you think about that um i'm i find myself as much as i say oh dom i'm a dominant person i'm very vanilla in most cases which i i I don't believe but hey (laughs) honestly very vanilla like in terms of like sex positions and stuff like i i don't explore too much but i i try to change it up a little bit but in my mind if it works then it works no one <laughs> I, has time to be certain the soleil 24 7 that's the exactly. occasional thing if it works if you guys you know reach where you want to go like that's cool you know what i'm saying yeah, yeah i feel that yeah i don't know for me that's i feel the same way like we don't need to be doing crazy shit every single time like i don't know that's just me question i had is you seem to have a very high sex so how do you like manage that i guess with a partner without a partner because like i said to me you have a whole freak page on the low like you have a whole secret freak page (laughs) and i'm like damn this nigga always horny like (laughs) how do you navigate that well I mean, okay, so I, I had I had a Tumblr where uh, Oh I, yes, okay. I see what yeah. shout out to Tumblr. Yeah. So <laughs> I, I, I'm I, a child of Tumblr, trust me. <laughs> Tumblr really messed me up a little bit because <laughs> I used to write uh stories of experiences. Really? Work. Yeah, and you know, I think I was, I was really a decent writer at that point, and because I would really go into detail about everything that would be going on, I deleted everything because I was in a, you know, I was in a spot, and I deleted. It'd be everything. like that. Yeah, but uh, yeah, Tumblr is a place where I just express myself, and uh, that's partly how I manage the highest text drive um just expressing even even the post that i do now like yeah i get it uh i seem horny all the time and it's probably (laughs) not a good look but i've always like thought like okay i feel like for me personally i talk about sex in a way where it's tasteful and it doesn't sound like how some guys talk about it, like oh i wanted to give you to it raw and all that stuff and like i don't know man like 
some guys just go about it the wrong way and not talk about it in a way where it's like educational or like um like sensual rights exactly and i i know i i post a lot where it's like a lot of women's stuff but i really should be also posting about like men's stuff and men's body positivity and Mm. like um especially like even for me personally being subconscious about my size and everything back in high school and not knowing like is it good enough or not and like once you get to the point where like okay it works how it works and no one's complaining (laughs) no i mean because i feel like i've heard so many men talk about that oh like when i was younger like i always felt like it was small and you know or i felt like it was shaped weird Mm -hmm. and even you know obviously us as women we get a lot of platforms to talk about our body insecurities but i find just as a general rule of thumb something i've learned is the things that i'm the most insecure about the person who's having sex they don't even notice it like exactly it's not even on their mind like hip dips what are those i don't look at them and be all like oh man not hip that's dips. weird ew i can't fuck her now because she has hip dips you know exactly like i i there's a Stretch lot marks, of oh that's gross so you like unless you are like hella immature mm-hmm. and like a douchebag which you know very unlikely because even a douchebag just wants to fuck <laughs> like right. Right. it's not something that you should be worried about i don't think i don't think so either but I also, I know that there are a lot of outlets where women get a lot of, like, body positivity stuff. And not a lot of men get that. No. Yeah. And that's partly, I don't know, I, that's partly why I post what I post. But even though it's mostly geared towards, like, women positivity, because there is no really men positivity out there. But... Yeah, because I want us to talk to you about like sex positivity for men, because we had a little conversation about that, you know, off air. And I feel like sex positivity for men, well, in the heterosexual sense, is going to improve the sex lives of women. Because if a man truly feels comfortable, like in his own skin, um, and he knows his own body, and is willing to learn about yours, like you're going to be cool, you're going to be straight. Like, I feel like a lot of quote-unquote bad sex comes from the fact that that person probably feels really shit about themselves because I find with men you guys like to put it on and act like you know you have no insecurities and you know the cockiest men are the most insecure Mm -hmm. yeah I mean even with that like just bringing toys into the bedroom that's oh yes of course last season we we spoke about that hiding people's toys like come on yeah like that that's even an insecurity men have and is really something that should be brought in because I, I don't know how other men think but I know for me it's a big help it's less work for me and it's good to have an or a woman orgasm with a toy knowing that you're there because at least if they have an orgasm with a toy while you're there at least they remember that I had an orgasm while you're there. <laughs> right. And you helped aid in whatever way, you know? Yeah. Um, okay, so you were talking about how you have a, a fetish for squirting. Is that what you said? Or a kink? Um, yeah, I, I would say that I have 
a very high interest in uh women's squirting. I don't know where it came from. Probably porn. They've brainwashed Probably. a lot into certain things. Yeah. <laughs> but from that, I just really got interested in trying to figure out where the cheese spot, figuring out like how women work in that way of squirting and stuff. I feel personally like all women can squirt. It's just a matter of uh, their mental states, um, how comfortable they feel. And I think that kind of orgasm, which I feel it like it is an orgasm. Um, yeah. It, it's something that all women can do. And for some reason, I, I equivalent squirting to a male ejaculation. And I think that's mm. what, what messed me up. Okay, now, I see. So, like, it's a visual act right. of, like, oh, man, I actually did work. So. I see, I see. I think that's what it is, to be honest. That makes now sense that when you put it in that way. That totally makes sense because, you know, in essence, most of the time a woman can, you know, reach an orgasm and not um, have to secrete any, you know, fluid. But, like, condoms are my life. I, I can't. I I. I cannot, like, ugh, just a thought. The, ment- the, the mental anxiety that I get from, like, the fact that I love my dick. I'm not trying to mess that thing up. Hmm. And even just even getting someone pregnant, oh, man, that's that stuff is scary. Mm-hmm. But condoms are actually the best thing in the world. I don't know why. Porn doesn't want to show more uh, mm. condom sex, and not like I watch porn like that. I don't. I'm really you don't. I mean, not like not too much, but like you see my you see my uh, Instagram story, but I have a Snapchat story. It's kind of kind of risque there, but you're not trying to see all that. But mm. it's not. Oh, even it's yourself. Just, oh, absolutely not. No. Okay, okay, okay. It's still the same type. Of, okay. No, it's, it's, <laughs> I was just like, what are you trying to say? Okay, I sorry. Mean, go ahead. Go ahead. <laughs> I mean, even with that, um, I I just think that um I don't know. You're um, just not a as heavy of a porn watcher. Yeah, I, I can't I can't really just watch it like really? that too much these days. I mean really interesting. These days, these days, not to say that I haven't or I don't, right, I right, do, right. I definitely do dabble in it when you know those nights where you kind of just want to go to sleep, but, <laughs> right? Right, but I'm not meds on earth, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But I'm not, I'm not, I'm really not too heavy on it like that. But when I do watch it, it it's it's all right, I mean. I just don't go for the real fake ones. If I'm oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So you're more of an amateur person. Yeah, yeah. But um, let me ask you this. So I posted something recently about Kegels. Is that something mm-hmm. that you practice? Yeah, I think that like most women do. I don't know a woman who doesn't. Like it's just very standard. I've definitely heard that it just happens like it by naturally. itself yeah. yeah by itself and even then yeah from what i've read or noticed guys can do it too 
And Which y'all shocking? What is that? Like just sque- squeezing your bum? Like I don't yeah. know. <laughs> well, I guess it's like the same way as like holding pee. Oh, okay, okay. So it's like there's that, like there's that kind of muscle contraction. So I find that. But I what would that, that do guys, for you guys? Make us last longer. I, from what I research, mm. that is something that. And then have a stronger erection. I believe that also helps with that. But otherwise, I I I don't know. I think it, there are benefits to it, though. Yeah, no, there are a lot of like strengthening the pelvic floor for women or whatever. But you know, there's something that I have to speak on in terms of Kegels. So it's a Jamaican woman's secret. Okay, mm-hmm. there's something called quinting. So while it's in there, you do your kegel, and it just gives a little extra pull, a little extra grip to the situation. What is that? So wait, you put something? No, you literally kegel while you know you're having intercourse because it'll just give that a little extra grip. Yeah, it's a Jamaican woman's secret. I'm telling you. What in the world? (laughs) You're exposing people now. There we go. There we go. I shouldn't even be putting our (laughs) secrets out there like that. But that is what Jamaican women are known for. So, yeah. Last question, Glenn. Um, are you single? Are you open? Are you ready? Well, like, right what, now, what is your position right now? No pun intended. I feel like I'm making a lot of sex jokes today. <laughs> all the sex puns. But well, yeah. Am I single? Uh, at the moment, yes, I am. But who knows that may change that may Ooh, change. okay so you have something you know the wheels are kind of turning a little bit in one of the little yeah. dynamics you have okay I mean, word. It, yes. it'd be it like that it, it may change. change but you're you're op- you're open like, to are you open to open to like having like a poly relationship or like not a poly relationship but like oh. are you open to dating other people oh yeah oh, okay 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 i'm definitely open to that for sure because, I mean, I, I would rather not be alone. I'm almost 30. I need to start thinking about <laughs> being in something. So I can't, I just can't be 30 or over 30 and not have something settled down. So I'm serious I'm inquiries to, only. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm definitely starting to think that way right now because I don't want to, I don't want to just not have that so i've been definitely thinking uh, as of recent uh how to make that that work right now okay okay so do you want like the white picket fence like the the wife the kids or do you just you know want something serious in general where do you see glenn like you know Uh just for the you know the audience members i know this is going to be a hit with our group so i'm trying to get the <laughs> info for the gal them <laughs> well right now all i'm thinking is just i just want i'm so simple like i just want someone that uh is patient and we can communicate well if there's any arguments or because my love language is physical touch and what is it communication or quality time and um i i just want those things and then i'm good i'm really simple really um and 
if I have that, then that's all that I need. I'm, I don't think I don't like making things complicated. I'm a simple guy. I'm clearly I'm chill from right. Chill. So I'm not trying to be problematic in any type of relationship. So, but you said patience. So are you gonna put her through hell? What do you mean patience? I'm no, no. I, see, why is patience needed with Glenn? I say I say patience because. I feel like in any relationship or with any person, they need patience to get through uh, the long run. That's basically the hard time. Yeah, because if you don't have that patience for the long run, then then how is it gonna how is it gonna work? I feel like this generation gives up too quickly on relationships when things get hard. Me, yeah. <laughs> so like. I don't know. I kind of I'm sort of old fashioned like that, where if things get rough, I want to work it out and see like how things can progress and get better. But I mean, there's not a lot of that out there sometimes. It'd be like that. Well, Glenn, I wish you luck on your journey. Thank you so much for sitting down with me because we had a very, you know, great conversation. I love having open conversations about sex Um, and especially educational ones. I feel like we left people with a lot of, you know, tips Mm -hmm. on how to make, you know, the bedroom a little better, but also just like self-love tips, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Um, So thank you so much for joining me. Where can the people reach you? Well, uh, I have my uh, Tumblr, but I'm not even going to put that. Just Glenn Blues is my Instagram. You can follow me there. That's that's basically where I'm at. Mm-hmm. More development soon, hopefully. So, uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. So it's G-L-E-N-B-L-U-E-Z. And that's just about it. All right. Thank you so much. Um, everybody, make sure... You are safe, happy, and stick around your loved ones. Have a good one. Bye.